Kane is in the building. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Big Alan Dwood here at Small Town Fantasy Legends. Just a couple of guys from a small town making big waves in the fantasy world. What's good, Dwood? What's up, Big Al? It's almost here, baby. Three weeks away. I can't wait. And, you know, honestly, though, before we even begin, I just have such a bone to pick with everyone who is drafting Nick Chubb in the top 10. <laughs> it's it's crazy. What's, what's wrong with that? He's, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's going to do good in the beginning of the season. You know, nothing against him. But a top 10 pick, I know. he could easily be in a committee week 10. Yeah. He's and it's a, like, why would you want – it's great for the beginning of the season, but once you get to the playoffs, it's like, do you really want your best guy that you picked in the first round splitting carries with someone? Right. And I partly blame Yahoo because <laughs> Yahoo has the worst rankings ever. They have him ranked 10th. Yeah. I don't Yahoo. know what Yahoo's doing. Yeah. Yahoo, if you're listening to this, we'll always use you for fantasy football, but please fix your rankings. Ooh. (laughs) But honestly, nothing against Chubb, but he is just not a top 10 pick. Way too risky, and he could easily be in a committee, and there's just so many other good players there. Stop drafting Nick Chubb in the first (laughs) round. Stop doing it. But uh, that was my piece. I just had to get that off my chest. You know, I, I can't understand it. The I last do, mock draft we did, uh, he got drafted uh, seventh overall. Yeah, I know. That's absolutely crazy. Ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. Yeah. I knew you were upset about something. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of this draft, we have uh, we have our draft coming up. Yeah, the 30th. The 30th. That's always a fun one. Uh, Tim has boys. to bring the keg this year. We do last place, has to buy the keg for the following year. Yep. Um, and this year we have a trophy. Yeah, after uh, eight years wow, in this fantasy years. league, finally got a nice trophy. Yep. Uh, hopefully the boys appreciate it. <laughs> um, we got a nice winning trophy that D Wood, our champion, gets to hold for the well, right. until I take the title back. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we got that, and then we got a last place trophy, which is a nice one. A little I stink at fantasy football action, so. <laughs> I think, I think people will get a kick out of that. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Well, so speaking of the draft, so we do um, the draft picks right on the spot out of the hat. What draft pick What draft pick do you hope to get in this year's draft? Um, I hope to get the fifth pick overall. Fifth pick, wow. Yep. The fifth pick because there's five guys in the draft that I think are definitely separated from everyone else. That's Barkley, Kamara, McCaffrey, Zeke and David Johnson. I think with the fifth pick, you can get one of those guys. And then when you loop around mm-hmm. to the second round, you'll be able to get a guy like Mike Evans. And that is ideal because you get two really good positions with your first two picks. Yeah. And especially since those five guys are pretty equal, having the first go around at those guys at the second round, I think is huge. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I'm kind of hoping for, honestly, I kind of want the one or two pick. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you pick with the one pick? One, I would, I think I would pick Barkley when it comes down to it. I think he's the safest pick as far as he's going to be the whole Giants offense. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world. I don't need to sell, sell him. I agree. And it's like, if you get the number one pick, 
don't be cute and not pick Barkley. <laughs> Just pick Barkley. Like, don't go crazy. Yeah. It's very simple. He's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So that's so. But the reason I really want the first or second pick is for my second and third pick. So I like having that back to back. And I think in this draft, it works out well because you can draft someone like um, you can go like Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen. Yeah. Um, you can do a combination like that. So having Barkley and then two solid wide receiver ones, like low end wide receiver ones, I think sets you up really good for um, for the year. Definitely. That wide receiver position we were talking last week. It's so deep. Yeah, it's so deep. Yeah, it really is. So that's why in the start of the third round, you can get someone like a Keenan Allen. I know you're not too big on Keenan Allen this yeah, year. Yeah, he, he but... looks pretty fragile. Yeah. Um, I'm staying away personally. Yeah. I just think it's often. always something. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just injury prone. Yeah. He's, he's a great player. Prone. Right. But you know. I mean you could also even get like T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Um, and depending on how the draft goes, uh, another one might follow. But those are th- two, three, I guess, Adam, uh, Thielen, and uh, Keenan Allen and T.Y. Hilton are kind of the third round big wide receivers. Yeah. And uh, also another guy, he's definitely not going to be in the third round, but he was on the Boo Birds alert <laughs> last week, uh, Antonio Brown. I think somebody told him that he has to play football to get paid. Yeah, I think so. He, know that. he uh yeah, so he will be back and I think his feet will heal just fine. And like if he ends up being your best receiver out of the draft, you're fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Antonio Brown's Antonio Brown. What about what about the running back position? So we talked about how the wider receiver position has so much depth to it. The running back position kind of does too. But there's a couple of guys that I am kind of deeming like high risk, high reward players where you don't necessarily want to target them. But in the right spot, it might make sense to take the risk on them. Mm -hmm. So for my three players for that, I'm going Freeman. Mm -hmm. I think he could have a very good bounce back year. He's going to get a lot of volume with Coleman no longer in the pitcher. If he can stay healthy, which is a big question mark, he could easily be a solid wide receiver one. That's his ceiling. Obviously, his floor is he gets hurt and he doesn't even play. Right. Um, another person there would probably be Chubb mm-hmm. for one going in the first rounds and saying, obviously what we talked about, <laughs> but he could be in a committee starting week 10 and, uh, we don't have time for that. Yeah. We don't have time for that. He's not going to catch too many balls when Kareem Hunt comes back as well. So especially in PPR leagues, he's a high risk, high reward guy. Um, and then for my third one, maybe even go maybe Dalvin cook. Yep. So he's probably someone I wouldn't draft. Me either. Too many injuries. Yeah. He um, also just like hasn't done anything yet to be a second rounder. Right. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. He's going in the second round. Yeah. Everyone's like always really high on him. I like feel. for the past like three years, he's yeah. been going in the second round. And it's like, why? Right. So like I, I guess why he has the potential yep. to have all of the volume on the team, but he's proven he can't stay healthy. And again, just risking a clearly injury-prone player while you draft him in the second round. Yeah. I can never do it. But he gets hurt. I guess if he doesn't, he could break out, but yeah, it's a big risk. What about some players that you're targeting kind of towards the end of the draft? I don't know if there was anyone that like stands out to you. Um, for me personally, I'm thinking Geronimo Allison. So you can get him in about the 11th round or so. And even Devontae Adams was talking him up how he's going to have such a good year this year. Yep. 
Uh, he's playing across um, from Devontae. He has Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. So he could be a sneaky play. Obviously, it's the 11th round. You're not like relying on him to be a wide receiver two or anything crazy. Right. But just like as a plug and play guy or someone that could be a solid uh, wide receiver two on Green Bay, not in fantasy. Right. Uh, he could be someone that is just nice to have on your bench to plug and play. Definitely. And his name is Geronimo. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> awesome. Name, yeah. He's about to come in hot. <laughs> what about for you for uh, sign of like late round picks that, that you're targeting? So for a late round pick, I like to target guys who usually like they're just coming into the league or they're second round players where nobody really has an idea of what they're going to do. Just one of those like low risk, high reward situations. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, Marquise Brown, the rookie. Wow. He's actually Antonio Brown's cousin, which is uh, really cool. He's actually Antonio Brown's cousin. He's actually Antonio oh. Brown's cousin, and he's really, really, really fast. <laughs> Him and Lamar Jackson, like if they can like figure something out. He could be good. I don't think like he's going to be anything spectacular, but like at least like someone's got to catch the yeah. ball in Baltimore. In the tenth, eleventh round, you know, why not take flyers him? out there? So exactly. So it's like take him, have him sit in your bench for a little while, see if he breaks out, and uh, you never know. You might have a wide receiver two, wide receiver three, just right there for you. Yeah. Who's uh? Who are the wide receivers on Baltimore? Who's his main competition? They keep rotating them. I don't even know anymore. Uh, I know Crabtree is not on the team anymore. No. Um, I really, honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, right. I think best bet would probably be to stay away from all wide receivers on Baltimore. <laughs> but you got if you're going to pick one, I think yeah, it's got to right? be Brown. Yeah, I like that. Um, what about for this draft? And we know our friends and who they're going to draft. Yeah. Who do you think is going to get drafted way too high um who's gonna get any he definitely should um because he's a he's a great player he's definitely the most skilled of the position um Holmes is definitely gonna get drafted <laughs> like super early like second round where like he should probably go in the third or fourth um but i think he will be reached on because of how many points he produced last year and you know, people are on the hype train. Yeah. Um, I don't think he will play as good as he did last year. I mean, he will, but, like, he just maybe, like, two less, like, 75-yard touchdowns of Tyreek Hill. Like, that's, <laughs> that's like, the point differential, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. like, you don't really know. But I think he'll be the guy. Who do you think? No, that's spot on. Mahomes is definitely getting reached on, like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Um, he he probably will. He'll be the number one fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he will. But you'd still just rather have a skilled position in the second round. Yeah, you can't waste it on a quarterback. It's just not good strategy. And you gave that advice last week. Wait yeah. on a quarterback. There's so much talent. So instead of going all in on a guy who's going to get, you know, eighty points more than the average quarterback, mm-hmm. settle down. Try and get a wide receiver or another running back. Maybe even splurge on a tight end if you want to splurge on Kittle or Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, because at least they produce like a wide receiver. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That difference between the number one quarterback and 80 more points throughout the year, that's only five more fantasy points Yeah, for a position that's typically getting you in the 20s anyways. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a good call out. Uh, two guys that we've been talking about are DJ Moore and Curtis Samuels. Yes. Curtis Samuels. So... They're two wide receivers in the Panthers. Um, DJ Moore is the number one, technically. Curtis Samuel is the number two, but he's gotten a lot of 
um, good chatter in training camp saying he looks like the breakout uh, player. Yep. And obviously, really anything can happen in Carolina. Obviously, McCaffrey's their focal point. He could easily uh, lead in receiving yeah, yards. Yeah, he definitely could. Um, but who are you thinking out of DJ Moore versus Curtis Samuels? So I'm thinking DJ Moore, and I'll tell you why. Because when I think of Curtis Samuels, I think uh, Tavon Austin. Tavon mm. Austin was supposed to be this superstar who was really fast and like was a playmaker. And it turns out he was just a kick returner. And sometimes he would get some wide receiver runs or screens. And that's not really a fantasy producer. Mm -hmm. You're not putting up a lot of points when you're just specializing in certain plays. Um, So I feel like when they're trying to get the home run, they're going to be looking at Samuels. But right now, you pick more and you just be patient because he'll come around, I think, when. On the times, right? Do you think more tops a thousand yards? No, I don't. Probably yeah. like like eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But you know, it's it's because it's it's so hard to find somebody in Carolina that's productive. I mean, Funchess yeah. was kind of just like their most productive guy the yeah, last. He's couple on years. Indy now. Yeah, so it's like that'll be interesting. He's gone, so the yards got to go somewhere, right? Yeah. What about in this draft? couple guys that you're staying away from some people that uh some players that you know are either drafted high or in the lower rounds but you just think are gonna be an absolute bust um who are you thinking for a couple of those players um a couple of those guys i mean i said it a couple weeks ago um i'm staying away from juju this season just you really think juju is gonna be a bust so like i don't want him on my team i don't want him as my top wide receiver yeah okay he's gonna get tons of targets and everyone's making this big deal it's like oh well he had i think he was like top five in targets while antonio brown was like top three Mm -hmm. but it's like i'm looking at like where antonio brown's targets are gonna go like juju's already there so who's stepping up i'm gonna be that wide receiver too who's who's getting juju's numbers yeah that's a really good point who's that is it it gonna be moncrief i think moncrief's on that team now so are you putting juju in the bust category um I'm putting him in the Big Al doesn't want on his team category. <laughs> so I'm definitely staying away from Eric Ebron, tight end from the Colts. He caught a lot of touchdowns last year, I think eight. Uh, he got groin surgery in the offseason. Andrew Lux hurt. I don't know what's going on in Indy. Nobody really does. Lux got a sore calf, and then he's got a high ankle sprain, so... Nobody really knows, so I would just stay away from him. Yeah, he's getting drafted in like the sixth round right now too, and you can, you know, get guys like Najoku like right around there as well. So yeah, I I think that's that'd be a better route to go. And also another guy who I'm staying away from because he killed me last year, Leonard Fournette. Mm. It's not getting any better for him. No. Yeah, absolutely not. They have a new offensive coordinator that likes to pass the ball a lot. Fournette isn't really a running back that goes out and catches the ball. He does like maybe once or twice a game. Yeah. Um, Also, a fun stat that I saw about Fournette was that he has not had a season that he's rushed over four yards a carry. Wow. If you're rushing under four yards a carry, Melvin Gordon, that's (laughs) not very good. And you definitely shouldn't be asking for more money for your contracts up. 
Yeah. So that's, I would <laughs> I would definitely um, stay away from Leonard Fournette. He was a bust last year. Injury prone too. He's injury prone. He's a walking bust. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is, is a walking bust. He is. And what about you? Who would you stay away from? Honestly, I'm staying away from... I know he was a high-risk, high-reward, but I am just 100% not taking the risk with Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He just hasn't proven himself. He's he's also a walking injury bust. Yeah. Um, the opportunity, I guess, is there for him, but I am definitely staying away from Dalvin Cook. No way I'm drafting him. Prime examples of just, like, big names. Yeah. Yeah. Big I don't even name, know why he's a big name. Big name, what has he even done? In the NFL, at least. Nothing. Yeah. Um, another person I'm staying away from, though, is uh, Sony Michelle. Okay. So... He Sony Michelle obviously passes the eye test. He runs really hard. He did really well last year, but he's getting drafted in the third round. And he's on the Patriots, who use a million different running backs. You don't know who's going to be the starter for what game. Right. Burkhead and James White. Yep. Burkhead's back. He was injured last year. Yeah. Patriots love Burkhead. They, they do. They line him up on the slot. He's like a big third down back. Um had that big touchdown versus Kansas City. Yep. Ran that in. Yep. So we Could have gave the ball to Michelle. Didn't. Yeah. Um, and then you also have James White, who yep. absolutely killed it. Yeah. So it's I think they're all going to do their thing on certain games, but to rely on any of them to be like your third round pick no. is insane. They're definitely there. You put them on the roster, but yeah. you don't start with confidence. No, <laughs> you, don't, you definitely don't start with confidence. So those would be two guys I would definitely stay away from. Um, but we, I mean, we always talk about in you know these top three rounds that there's so many good players that you can pick from. That, right. You know, it really is a, a stacked draft. So I'm going to rattle off some players here, and I want you to go rapid fire who you would pick. You ready? You know what? I think I'm going to have to intercept that real quick. Wow. I have to come in with a boo bird alert. <laughs> right. <laughs> the boo now. birds. Boo. Damian Williams was supposed to be the guy in Kansas City this year. Um, I was really high on him about two weeks ago. Yeah, you loved him. Yeah, I was all on him. You and keeping the, him in our keeper league for five dollars? I, I played the fifth. Wow. Yeah, for five dollars, I have to <laughs> low risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're um, right. But in standard leagues, especially, I'm sorry, PPR leagues, especially a guy going in the second round. Um, yeah, He's yeah, like Carlos Hyde and Darwin Thompson, they are getting carries in practice, taking advantage while he's not there. Uh Thompson had that very explosive like 15-yard touchdown which everyone was going crazy about. Mm. I don't think he's going to be a big factor this year, but enough uh, to be a problem with Damian's production, especially a second-round player kind of in the chub category. It's like if that gets into a committee like you don't yeah. want to deal with that down the road. Yeah, especially in your first first round pick or second round pick. Right. Sorry for that interruption. No, it's all right. Everyone loves a good boo bird interruption. <laughs> but now back to that rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. All right. You want him like instant? You want a reaction or anything? Or you want me to just? I don't know. It's your call. Okay. Michael Thomas or OBJ? Michael Thomas. Wow. Why? Uh, because he just got paid and he doesn't get hurt. Wow. All right. Good point. Mike Evans or Antonio Brown? Mike Evans. Any reason given? Yeah, Mike Evans doesn't have a problem with the helmet he's wearing. <laughs> Here's a good one. What about Kenny Galladay or Jarvis Landry? Ooh, Kenny Galladay because he had some big-time plays last year. Um, I think he stepped up. 
in a sense where it's definitely going to be a little bit less of Marvin Jones this year. They want to make Galladay that wide receiver one guy, especially. I mean, he got traded last year, Golden Tate, but now for the whole season, Golden Tate's not on the Lions. So I think Galladay will be the guy. And especially with somebody like Landry, who relies on receptions, he's got a lot of heart, but I don't I don't think he's a big stack guy. Yeah, and Galladay's the number one. I'll probably yeah. get more opportunity. Big time plays. He likes he gets um long receptions. Here's a tough one for you. Mm-hmm. Kittle or Kelsey. You know I'm going with my boy George Kittle. Wow. Yeah, buddy. You're actually gonna draft Kittle over Kelsey. Um, I'm not gonna have the opportunity to draft either of them. Yeah. But if if you were in the situation if it was a situation where I had a pick and it was Kelsey and Kittle as the top two people on the board, I would pick Kittle. Wow. What about Andrew Luck or Baker Mayfield? Baker. <laughs> what if Luck wasn't injured? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Baker wakes up feeling dangerous. That's good <laughs> enough for me. Doesn't matter. Baker's throwing dimes right now yeah. in practice. like And in preseason, he looked good, too. I wonder if the Browns are actually going to live up to the hype. Hype train's a little loud right now. Hype train is loud. It's funny because... You either are on the hype train or you you kind of hate them. You're yeah. like, oh no, like Pitt's gonna do good still. They still own that division. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't think that. But <laughs> I, no, well, it'll be fun. It's gonna be Browns. yeah, me too. It's gonna be fun watching them. Yeah, I agree. Red zone will be popping. Yep. Seriously, gonna be glad to see Scott Hansen. <laughs> haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> Just wearing no pants under there. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you, if if I could get it excited about anything as he gets about his octo boxes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> All right. So week one, uh, we gave you our top ten. And then we gave you our ten through twenty last week. If you want to see a recap of those picks, you can look on our Instagram at STFL underscore fantasy football. And this week, we're going to give you the top 21 through 30 picks. And I'm going to kick it off with I'm drafting Nick Chubb, D. Woods boy. Yeah, he is my boy. (laughs) Nice job at 21. I think that's a reasonable spot. It is a risk-reward scenario there. Absolutely. At 22, I'm going to go carry on Johnson. Going to have a big year. Yeah. Uh, 23, going to go Devonta Freeman. Nice. Bounce back of the year candidate. 24, I'm going Dalvin Cook. Strictly off value. Yeah. It's funny, actually, the last couple of running backs we just named are kind of the high-risk, high-reward players, but we're drafting them in the beginning of the, the end of the second, beginning of the third. Yeah. So they're not our best players, so I think this is where they should be falling. Definitely. And then at 25, going to go our boy New England zone. Julian Edelman. Well, I mean, if he can stay healthy, he's going to catch over 100 balls. So You got to respect the Super Bowl MVP. (laughs) Um, And then 26, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Diggs. Great play. I like the Vikings this year. Yeah. Um, I think Cousins is going to be a lot better. So I'm going Diggs. Yo, did you just get that alert? Josh Gordon. What? (laughs) Statement. Could turn depleted wide receiver depth chart into a strength. Let's go. Josh Flash Gordon back on the path. Yeah, he's got the ESPN update. That's freaking dope. Wow. So if Josh Gordon is now in the play, 
Are you taking him in the draft? Definitely. Right? Why not? I don't know exactly where right now, but yeah. Wow. That would be an insane move for the Pats. Yeah. They he his ceiling is a top ten wide receiver. Could be. He he killed it for the short time that he was on the Pats. He like yeah. really understood the playbook and did really well when we needed him to. I really think he's just been like staying stover and just balling out really hard because he knew he was gonna get reinstated. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think Brady's been checking up on him like every day, seeing how he's doing. Like they're ready to roll. Wow, that's insane. I wonder where he's gonna be falling in drafts. I know. Definitely something to keep an eye out for because his his talent is uh, it's wide receiver one. Yeah, level so seriously, and we're Pats fans, by the way. If you guys couldn't tell, (laughs) wow, what a crazy update! I know we love that. Let's Uh, go. All right, well, back on topic at number 27, I'm going with my boy George Kittle, number two tight end off the board. You love Kittle, I do, he's my guy. Nice at uh, at 28, I'm going back to the running back position. I'm going Derrick Henry, yeah, I like him there a lot as my he'd be my third pick in this scenario. So, um, I think if he's your running back, too. That, that's it's a good RB2 yeah. for sure. Uh, 29. Going to go with Galladay. Nice. 30. I think it's time for the first quarterback to come off the board. Yeah, it is, and we all Top know who 30. it is. <laughs> number 30, I'm going Mahomes. He's probably going early in our draft, yeah. but <laughs> Mahomes so, number 30. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna cap it at number 30 and going Mahomes. So we'll post um, our top 30 on Instagram, and you can find it at STFL underscore fantasy football. Yes, sir. And we want to thank everyone for listening to episode three today and following us on Instagram. You're listening to a couple small town fantasy legends, Big Island D-Wood. We're going to give you a podcast every week. Follow us if you want to win your fantasy leagues. See you guys next week.